welcome to Preacher to Preacher, a podcast for those who want to get noticeably better in their preaching and teaching ministry. I'm Rick Reed, president of Heritage College and Seminary. And on today's podcast, I want to talk to you about making the most of your main points. Most preacher sermons have main points. I mean, after all, we don't want our messages to be pointless, right? So most of us who preach and teach have several main or several major points to our sermons. And there are a number of good reasons for having main points in your message. Let me give you two. Use main points first for the sake of clarity, for the sake of clarity. Main points give a sermon structure, and structure promotes clarity. If the big idea of the message is the backbone of the sermon, main points are the ribs. They're not the heart of the sermon, but they're vital to the overall message. So you use main points first for the sake of clarity. Here's a second reason. For the sake of memory. Not just for the sake of clarity, but also for the sake of memory. You see, main points help listeners recognize and retain key ideas. Main points help major ideas stand out and they help them stick. So if we're going to have main points in our message, the question we need to ask ourselves is this. How do we get the most out of our main points? How do we make them as effective as possible? Here's my answer. Word your main points so that they blend explanation with application. Craft your main points so that they both explain and apply the truth of the passage. To put it another way, you make your main points applied theological lessons. You say, well, what do you mean by applied theological lessons? Well, I mean that the main points not only present theological truth, but they do so in a way that provides pastoral encouragement or exhortation. Let me give you an example. Let's say you're preaching through 2 Timothy chapter 3. That's the chapter where Paul tells Timothy how to handle tough times that are going to come to all who seek to live godly lives for Christ and to serve him. The chapter, chapter 3, can be divided into three sections. In the first section, verses 1 to 9, Paul warns Timothy to expect some tough times. In the second section, verses 10 to 13, he calls Timothy to persevere in tough times in a way that Timothy had seen Paul persevere. And then in the third section, verses 14 to 17, he exhorts Timothy to stay tethered and to stay true to the scriptures, which are breathed out or inspired by God and able to equip us for life and ministry. Now, if you're going to preach 2 Timothy chapter 3, your message could have a point for each of those sections. You would have three points. And you would want to word your main points so that they are applied theological lessons. You would word them so that they both explain the text and apply it at the same time. Here's one way you could do that. Your first point, which covers verses 1 to 9, could be something like this. We can expect to face terrible times. We can expect to face terrible times. Now, that main point is worded in a way that gives pastoral advice to your listeners. It not only explains that tough times will come, but it applies that truth by helping your listeners adjust their expectations to get ready to be braced for them. Now, you could have just worded that point something like saying, well, point one, our terrible times. 
But doing that doesn't point people to any application. But when you say we can expect to face terrible times, you're not only explaining what the text says, you're applying it. You're helping frame people's outlook and expectations. For your second point, verses 10 to 13, you could say, we must persevere in terrible times. We must persevere in terrible times. Then you would explain how Paul told Timothy to persevere in the way that he had. And again, the way I've worded that, we must persevere in terrible time, both gives explanation and application to the truth in verses 10 to 13. And then finally, when you come to verses 14 to 17, those famous verses about all scripture being breathed out and where Paul tells Timothy to hold on to and stay true to what he'd learned from childhood. When you come to that section, you could make your third point be something like this. We must hold fast to God's word at all times. We must hold fast to God's word at all times. And here you would exposit the verses about holding firm, staying true to God's inspired word. And again, your main point, we must hold fast to God's word, blends explanation with application. Now, you would likely word your main points differently than I did. That's fine. But to get the most out of them, make sure they're worded as applied theological lessons. I like how Walter Kaiser says it. He encourages us as preachers to formulate our main points so that they, quote, not only preserve the precise meaning of the original text, but also provide an invitation, challenge, and instruction to moderns, end quote. Now, here's a little heads up as I wrap up. I find that crafting the main points takes a lot of work and prayer and study and reflection time. I don't normally get them all at once. I'll write out numerous versions of the main points until I'm satisfied, until I settle on the version of the main points that I think best explains and applies the text in a clear and memorable way. So this week, as you craft your main points, think of them as applied theological lessons Applied theological lessons that both explain the truth of the text and point your listeners towards the implications and applications of that truth. Hey, thanks for listening. If you'd like information on Heritage College and Seminary, visit our school's website at discoverheritage.ca. To receive a free ebook on how you can get free from your sermon notes, or to learn about my noticeably better preaching course, visit our website at rickandlindareed.com.